Welcome to Not the Only Kids in the Hall podcast, a special edition. This is another Nick's Picks. We didn't plan ahead in time to record an episode, so I said, well, let's just. <laughs> well, don't watch frame it. One don't frame it like that. <laughs> well, it's, this is a special thing. It's great, Nick's Picks. People look forward to Nick's Picks. Oh, they do? Well, I'm I have no idea. Go out on a limb and assume that someone does. <laughs> well, this is a, a special episode where I chose me, Nick. I picked one sketch of the kids in the hall for May and Jared to watch, and we can talk about it. Uh, do you guys know what Nick's Picks is based on? No. Is it a kids in the hall reference? Oh, yeah. No, no. I didn't know. I thought it was just pick Ryan with Nick, and that was the whole story. Well, the Grateful Dead used to have uh, Dick's Picks, and they were like, some guy named Dick, I guess, picked their best live shows and would release them. Wow. He so. didn't live to see what would happen to the phrase Dick Picks. <laughs> I was going to say, that, that obviously predates the uh, well-known Dick Pick. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Yeah, so you know. Phone. <laughs> mm. Well, I, I mean, there were Dick Picks before technology, right? I mean, you could just take a Polaroid. Yes, I'm sure. Yeah, but I think, like, the cost, you know, there's certain barriers to behavior at times. Like, I think the cost of buying Polaroid film. It's a lot of effort. You know, taking a good photo that you feel comfortable with sharing and then putting it in the mail or something or trying but to the hand true, it off. the true creeps, you'd figure, would probably, you know. I mean, yeah, the really committed creeps, but That's think right. about all the casual <laughs> creeps out there. That we're missing out <laughs> on, know, I know, I know. We're not sucks. following through on going and getting a postage stamp. <laughs> And they were I mean, just back then, you, with mm. you probably phone. just had more flashers back then, just like people. That's right. right the that's the lazy man's coat. dick pic is a flasher. <laughs> <laughs> Though, I and, guess... now you've, and now you've seen the flasher go by the wayside. You don't see any flashers anymore. I guess I guess. I'm I saw a guy peeing in the sort. park today, actually. There, so, yeah, that's right. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he flashed or he was just he was just peeing. Yeah, he was peeing. But in a way where like I was obviously crossing his path. And it wasn't mm-hmm. his behind; it was the front facing me. <laughs> so I kind of feel like front facing P. You know, wow, maybe it wasn't his plan, but it was <laughs> the execution. You know, he could have foreseen that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. speaking of uh, of men, uh, <laughs> the kids in the hall, the kids in the hall, <laughs> all Good men. One, Wait, we. It, we watched a, a sketch called uh, The King of Empty Promises, or just The King, I guess is the official title. This one's from, oh, let me pull up my notes, from season three, episode 14 on March 17th, 1992. And this is uh, Kevin and da- a Kevin and Dave sketch where Kevin plays this, the King of Empty Promises himself, who keeps uh, promising to bring back a videotape that Dave let him borrow. Did you bring my videos back? Slipped my mind. <laughs> but I feel awful about it. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll bring the movie tomorrow, plus I'll buy you one. Do you have The Godfather? No. So you'd really do that? We'll do. I, I chose this one because it's one that stood out in my mind. I think I, th- I think this is one that a lot of kids and all fans remember, just because of those, the performances of Dave and Kevin. Kevin, it's... I think yeah. it's weird seeing Kevin play the low energy role here and Dave play the uh, the frenetic like guy who seems like he's on the edge of losing his mind. You feel like usually those get reversed. Like Kevin's the one who's barely in control and Dave is the straight man. Yeah, I actually thought both their performances in this were 
for like different than what we usually see as you're pointing out and i was nice it was like fun to watch them kind of stretch their character development through their performance and super well defined i thought i mean like they really settled in so early on and i thought that's the advantage you know of having a sketch that's so simple it's like the guy makes empty promises like (laughs) it doesn't sound like a good sketch but in practice, it really works because they can completely, completely commit to something that's so simple. Like, I love all of Dave's heightening reactions um, each time, you, you know, kind of culminating in that shaking the head, shaking the head. And like, <laughs> OK, like at the end, that was really funny. Um, yeah. A lot of great reaction stuff from Foley. I mean, you know, McDonald was good. Um, I I don't know. He was he was so kind of. Sometimes he settles into his sort of like relaxed, like robot mode where he's like, I have made a decision that I'm going to say one line the same exact way every single time. And it's kind of similar to his character where like we suck, you know, that he does with Foley. He had that same oh, kind yeah, of like yeah. face, face position and like <laughs> mouth shape where he's got that like frown and he's just that same tone but of voice. But this was like a time. high status, the high right. status version of that. Right. He, and, apparently, you know. he based this character on, or at least the the voice and the the mannerisms. It was an impression of Paul Bellini, the the writer, <laughs> the, I mean, the I, famous I, guy who we saw in the towel earlier. I wish I knew more about Bellini so I could judge how well the impression was 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 pulled off. I mean, do you know? Do, have you ever heard Bellini speak? Yeah, just I mean, I think mo- mostly on the show. I mean, he's just oh, okay. kind of a low key guy. I think it's not exactly like this, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, but apparently the character was based on Kevin himself. He he wrote this with Norm Hiscock. Uh, apparently, I, I'm going to read from the biography here a little bit. McDonald recalls, one morning I asked Norm what we should write about. He said, why don't we write about that horrible thing you do to people? Remember when he <laughs> promised you were going to tape the album for our editor, Chris Cooper, but you still haven't? That was months ago. I felt horrible about that, but I knew it was a funny premise. So we finished writing that one in half an hour. Uh, and then when I read the catchphrases, will do and slipped my mind in a kind of Paul Bellini voice, Norm laughed his head off. So yeah, this is a this one has catchphrases. Did you guys? Did those <laughs> is this stick a recurring? Is this a recurring character? It does come back. Yeah, these mm. two come back. Mm. Just once, I think. Did did that, did that stick with you? Slip slipped my mind. <laughs> well, I just watched it like ten minutes ago. So yeah, I guess it did. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, when you say stick with us, I mean. You know, it was funny. I, I I didn't I didn't come away thinking like, oh man, he could ride that catchphrase the rest of his career. Like it it, it didn't pop out yeah. to me as something fucking wonderful and hilarious. But uh, but it was nice kind to of kind of like settle back energy. in and have a pattern. Yeah, it's it is low energy. Yeah, it is. But too much so, man. I mean, did you think it was funny? Um, not really. I mean, oh, I didn't, really? wow. it didn't make me laugh, I guess, but I enjoyed watching it. I felt like, you know, the tension ratcheted up. I laughed. I guess I thought it was sort of funny. This is so stupid. But when he was mopping that thing, it was like a broken glass, but all the giant shards of glass on the floor. <laughs> just like, what was the deal there? Tell was if that... that was a joke or if they just really never mopped anything in their life. And was it so... blood or like it looks sort of like I blood? I thought it was like a it... sauce or something. I don't know. Yeah, right. I thought it I mean, was I guess like the blood cran- wouldn't cranberry. Make sense. The audience right. was very grossed out by it too. Yes. So that was so weird. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean yeah. I think that was intentional. Like he's just clearly doesn't give a shit about his job the same way he doesn't give a shit about his his relationship with with Dave Foley's character. Just right. kind of uh pretending to work basically. 
The same way when uh, she had the McKinney's character asked where the lima beans are. Do you work here? Yes. Can you tell me where the lima beans are, please? Aisle three. Thank you. Yeah, the 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 emphasis there on beans, very funny. Um, where the lima beans are, McKinney mm. McKinney was great. Um, everything but um, McDonald, I really kind of liked in this sketch a lot. There oh, was wow. a- so you just didn't like the McDonald, the Kevin McDonald. Character. I just thought, it, uh, yeah, I just thought it was kind of not surprising and not fun and boring. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I, I, well, I get the premise, like it's it's good and everything. I just. I I was very impressed with what Foley did with the character. I thought Foley could have gone like too big and too cartoony stressed out, but he really hit all the notes. All of his lines were funny to me. The thing where he says, uh, like, should I even ask about the Godfather? Should I even ask about the Godfather? <laughs> Don't bother. And just the way he like <laughs> freaks out with his face is so funny. Um, but no, it was just so... It was almost like this overconfidence I felt in McDonald. Like you could even see him in his head, then like perfect. Like I'm killing this sort of thing. And maybe I'm just, I don't know. Maybe I'm speculating. Maybe I'm a jerk. But I just wasn't okay, feeling this it from him. It's a safe space to be a jerk about okay, other good. people's art. <laughs> <That's what we're laughs> just you know, now, shitting on other comedy. Mm-hmm. Now that I think about it, he kind of reminds me of. Did you guys ever see The King of Kong? That documentary about the Donkey Kong champion. No. The Donkey Kong record setter? No, I never, no, no. Okay. But I kind of no. know about it, yeah. It kind of reminds me of Billy Mitchell from that movie. Mm. But uh, so a couple other facts about this sketch. Uh, the person playing Kevin McDonald's girlfriend, Diane Flax, she became the first female writer for Kids in the Hall. Uh, oh. That's cool. Wait, she wasn't you're saying writing she wrote the show this yet. sketch? No. No, no. She wasn't writing on the show at this point, but she joined the writing staff for season four. Oh, okay. What season is this um, from again? I'm sorry. I completely forgot. Season three. Season three. So season she's three. on her way. I thought that the condom one was like not quite the same joke. So you'll bring the condoms tomorrow? <laughs> we'll do. Yeah. <laughs> Especially because like, yeah. uh, I mean, I do think that men try to talk, you know, to get out of like using a condom to a degree that's almost absurd. I'm like, did we have the same sex education course? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Obviously not. Um, but it also just like is not really the same thing as forgetting to return an object. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, he like, promises him a lot of stuff in the end, not just yeah. returning, but like the dinner and the, you know, everything, the, the written apology. Um, so he yeah, ends up yeah. promising him all sorts of things. Um, I do agree, though, in general, that the condom joke was, you know, kind of just an easy one that didn't feel really on game. Didn't quite make sense. Yeah. Yeah. I love Pesto's. Um, I love the name of the restaurant, Pesto's. That's very funny to me. <laughs> it's just such a kind of great, like, fake Italian restaurant name. <laughs> I loved it. I have nothing more to say about well, that other than I loved it. Yes, Nick? Well... <laughs> I was just going to say, I think we covered it. Oh, what did you guys think the way it was shot? I thought it was shot pretty well. Yeah, I, I, I think it looks really good, it, for sure. There's a lot of weird like artistic of, choices where you're like, is this really necessary for the sketch? And the answer is no, but it was still fun. Like, why does it open slow, with that locker scene where you see him put in a coat and take out a cover inside the locker? What does that, that have to the sketch? Nothing. That <laughs> whole a lot of set. long shots hanging on, to, like hanging on to shots longer than you expect. Yeah. Slow shots. And uh, sh- shooting... 
uh, Kevin McDonald's character from like a low angle. He kind of looks like a like a comic, like a villain or something. Yeah, I like there were that. a lot of production choices that were weird. The locker room was one. Um, the the kind of like the hair on Foley, like who Foley was. Like, were they trying to make him look like somebody specific? He kind of had like a young Frankenstein or Beaker like scientist oh, yeah. vibe going on with his hair. Well, especially because um, he was wearing that. He was wearing the lab coat too. Yes. Yes. Like I had to kind of figure out who they were and where they worked or what they were doing for a while because they were sending mixed messages, it felt, through the costume and, and everything else. Uh, but no, you're right. It was super fun to watch. I, this is the second. I mean, I think the other Nick's picks was, was similar, if I recall, in that it was a uh, filmed piece, I think, from season three or four. And they just do they just they just do a great job at those. I mean, uh, it's a shame that we have to wait so long to get to some of the these because it feels like they they do them sometimes uh in the first and second seasons but in a very kind of different way you know and the 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 helens and stuff like that felt like very kind of gorilla dare i say punkish uh sort of production um whereas these are just like forget it like this is this feels like an snl film crew type of deal like this this these these look great yeah well any other final thoughts before we say goodbye no, I just enjoy these little like tasty Nick's picks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I hope... my, I, did we say enough? Is this interesting? <laughs> I don't know I don't if know. it's interesting, but we said enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's really all the podcast is. <laughs> that's, that is the goal at the end of the day. Fill the okay. time. Well, as and... always, keep crushing those heads. <laughs> Amay, okay. you stole it from him. Uh, I guess next picks, no rules, no rules. Next picks. I mean, soon the video store is going to be on my ass, and rightly so, because when you rent a video, you enter into a sacred trust. <laughs> <laughs>